the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of One Down, the world's preeminent comedy crossword podcast. My name is Brendan Air. I'm joined as always by Greg Warren. Greg, G-Man, what's going on? Ah, oh, not too much, Brendan. How are you? Man, I'm good. I went clean again this week. Uh, Jeez, Ariza, you're on a roll, man. Well, last week you didn't, right? Last week I missed by one letter, but my I got my streak back up and running, so I feel good about that. Um, I will say, and tell me if you agree or disagree, I think the crosswords are getting harder. Well, my uh, three of seven uh, streak is, would, would indicate so. I, um, and I, I, the last few weeks, I kind of didn't put enough effort in. I, I ran out of time on some stuff, but this week I gave it a, I gave it a good effort and, um, came up short, man. I, 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 Wednesday, a stupid thing got me. We'll get to it. Thursday was gettable. Uh, I got Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday was, um, tough and Sunday I, I was close, but yeah, I, th- I think they're, I think they're very difficult lately. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean. Look, difficult. We're, we are running a podcast here. Three for seven is unacceptable, uh, regardless of level of difficulty. But they are. I don't know what's going yeah, on. I know that, man. Yeah. I know that. I just wanted to make sure you knew that. Uh, we, you know, we've we've had several. I've had several um, direct phone calls complaining, uh, at demanding your replace- really, yeah, demanding your replacement that I put you on waiver. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, demanding your replacement with someone competent. Who are they? Uh, who are they saying I should be replaced by? Uh just they're they're throwing out names. Uh, they're throwing out your your Dave Chappelle's, your Jerry Seinfelds, oh, uh, yeah. your Brian Regan's, yeah. yeah. And I say that Look, sounds like the uh, comment cards at a comedy club. <laughs> who should we get? Yeah. Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who is this Brendan Air? I wanted to see Dave Chappelle. You got three dollar tickets on a Wednesday, <laughs> you moron. <laughs> yeah. And you liked the show. I saw you laughing. Still would have preferred to see Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, let's jump in. Uh, oh, by the way, I should. I shouldn't uh, jump in. Ahead of myself, any any anything of note this week from you? Um, you know, I had a thought. I, I went to this car wash, and uh, they were sort of advertising that they put all their car wash employees through college if they want to. Uh, it was like I don't know. It was on it was on the signs all around. It's like yeah, uh, we 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 pay for our employees to go to college. And I was like, that's really, really cool. And then I got to admit, part of me was like, uh, eh, I think there, there's too much margin in here. You know, I, <laughs> like, I think I'm getting ripped off, man. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't, here's the thing, Greg. Don't worry about it. You're not getting ripped off. They're lying. Uh, that is not happening. Well, I mean, it's like if they, if they, well, I mean, if there a couple of things could be going on. A, they're charging me way too much, and I know I should be happy for these kids going to college. And I'm like, man, I, I don't know. I think I'm paying too much for you know a car wash. And or B, just they would pay for these kids to go to college, but none of them really, you know, 
have what it takes to go to college. Right. So it's a, it's sort of no, like a, you know. You're completely ignoring C. Greg, they are lying to you. Unless that car wash costs $650, there's no room to send those guys to college. I've done the math on a car wash because I was like, I wonder how good of a car a business a car wash is. And I was I waiting in line. I was waiting in line at a car wash and doing the math on, on how many cars were going through. And I was going, no, this is only a good business to launder money like in Breaking Bad. This is not a moneymaker. So, I don't think so. I think I think the the high end car washes make a lot of money. High end? How much are you paying for a car wash, Greg? Well, I pay. I got a deal. I'm in the the clean car club over at my place. <laughs> did, you, did you did you finish your whole dinner? <laughs> no, it's a clean car club. It's uh, it's I don't know. It's like three four hundred bucks for the year. Is it unlimited washes? Un- unlimited washes, and you yeah. think they're sending guys to college? Get get real, unlimited for four hundred. That's ridiculous. Well, this is a different car wash, man. This isn't this isn't uh, Waterway. I don't think Waterway let sends their kids. Let me ask you a question. You, what kind of maniac is in the clean car club and goes to a different car wash? I think I was out of town or something. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was out of town. Yeah, uh, you know, I like to have a look around. You know. I, you, you you don't you you don't you don't see an elk at the Shriners is all I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> let's do the puzzle, man. Uh, Monday, yeah. November sixteenth, a Jennifer Nutt. Uh, I don't believe we've worked with her before. Theme was baby steps. Uh, you had uh, five answers. That within those answers, they contain sort of the order that babies do things. So you had jelly roll, house sit, pub crawl. Mike stand and finally cake walk. So a baby will generally roll, sit, crawl, stand, then walk. Now I've got a question for you, Greg. No, f- fine, sure. fine Monday theme, whatever. Just a you know. A yeah, loo- I picked loo- up theme. on it. Yeah, uh, I've got a th- uh, question for you that has haunted me for years. Now you could do this with many animals, but uh, I'll take h- horses as an example. I think it's safe to say. Most humans are smarter than horses, right? Uh, sure. How come? What's their system when they get born? Wobble around for a few seconds and then they're walking. Why aren't we well, doing that system? I think it might have a situ- you know, I think it might be like their their legs are sort of locked. You know, they can't really go. Side to side, they you know. Yeah, but they're walking right off the bat. Day one, they're walking. But I mean, maybe that's the only way their legs can go. Is oh, forward. I see. They so they can't. It's it's a, it's a, it's they're they're really doing nothing. They're just uh, they're just yeah. It's just that's the way their legs move. Whereas a human being, you know, we could have that, Brendan. But then you're going to be a terrible uh, middle infielder. Uh, awful tennis player. Sure, right. So, but you we, know, could, but, uh, well, you're, you're saying we could get that going if I tried to call some people. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I don't, I, mean, I don't, I don't know the right people. Right, but I think we could get some. I'm just trying. You know, I got this baby coming, and I'm trying to sure figure out. I may I be a little late for that, man. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know that you were talking about the theme, and a jelly roll was an answer. Uh, are you familiar with Jelly Roll Morton? No, who's that? Jazz musician, uh, very famous jazz musician. 
I, I think has one of the best nicknames in the business, Jelly Roll Morton. Oh, and he, yeah. uh, I think he has like the Jelly Roll Blues or something like that. Anyways, Jelly Roll Morton is uh, very well respected. However, his, his, um, his reputation got tarnished. His legacy was tarnished a little bit because he claimed that he invented jazz. <laughs> <laughs> and some guys are saying that he didn't. <laughs> You know, Jelly Roll's out there saying he invented jazz. <laughs> yeah. Jelly Roll said what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jazz has the best nicknames because it's just like, you just take whatever that guy likes the most. You, you just see yeah. him with something a few times like, man, I seen that guy with a couple of jelly. That's Jelly Roll Morton. Him yeah, over yeah. there, T-Bone <laughs> Jackson. That guy, yeah. Heroin Davis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, um. Actually, I think you are. Actually, if you're talking about Miles Davis, is that was yeah. that on purpose? That was 100 nice, percent deliberate. Yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, taking a shot at uh, fellow St. Louis and of mine, I mean, and and the, one of the greatest of all time. But by all accounts, not a good man. Uh, I yeah, that's what I've heard. I mean, I had to get like I was going to some, you know, like my first headshots. They said I, you know, I listened to him, the photographer, which you don't have to listen to him. You do whatever you want. You know, she's like, you got to get your eyebrows down or done or something. So she's like, go to this lady. So I'm like, oh, I guess I have to do that. You <laughs> yeah. know? So, so I go to this lady and uh, I don't know. She's, she grew up in the same area Miles Davis did, but she, all she said, she was like, I knew Miles Davis. I knew Miles. He had a horn. And he could blow it. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. had a horn and he could blow it. Lady, you're giving me facts known to the world. <laughs> yeah, she uh she broke it down. She must have said that ten times. He had a horn and he could blow it. <laughs> like she had insider information from growing yeah. up with him. Yeah, yeah. Now I'll tell you a little story about Miles, not a lot of people know. He had a horn, and he could blow it. <laughs> I, but I, I kind of like the way, I mean, she simplified it, you know? So yeah. She's right. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Uh, um, uh, 46 across, green item proffered by Sam I Am. That's an egg, you know? Of course, yeah. green eggs and ham by the great uh, Dr. Seuss. Uh, not a medical doctor. Uh but uh, I think the moral of that book, looking back, is that you're not supposed to dismiss things you haven't tried, you know, based on based on how they look. Or, yeah, I think that was a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. You should dismiss green eggs. All, you should definitely dismiss anything a rhyming stranger offers you. That's yeah. the number one dis. Yeah. If there's a guy on a street corner going, I got something good. It's a piece of wood. Come on back here. I think you should stay away. Stay away. And that wasn't yeah. that, you know, that I literally meant wood. I wasn't trying to make that a gross thing. I just was doing a rhyme off the top of my head and came out weird. But I'm saying, any well, nobody would have gone there if uh, you would have. Oh, I, I thought you were going to assume I was going there, and I wasn't. I was freestyle rhyming. I hadn't written that part down. Uh, so, uh, But just stay away from a rhyming stranger. They're always That's a bad. good point. That's good advice. That's yeah. real good advice, yeah. Brennan. Yeah. Man, my uh, my nephew, Dean, he's one and a half, uh, between one and a half and two. And uh, 
just two two days ago. He loves books, man. And I I he picked out this book, and I was like, I don't want to read that one. And I picked out Green Eggs and Ham, and he was having none of it, man. Didn't care for the book at all. Really, our our kids yeah. have kids progressed beyond Doctor. I Seuss? think so, man. Yeah, he didn't. I don't know. He didn't. He didn't care for Green Eggs and Ham. I can tell um, you wow, interesting. Well, Amy, yeah. as, as you know, my fiance, she she. Um, she she teaches children storytelling and kind of interactive, you know, she, she, it's kind of acting for toddlers. So she'll read them a story and then they act it out. But she's very up on the children's book scene. But the problem yeah. is people don't know her job. So we'll be over at a friend's house and they've got like a three-year-old reading a book and she goes, oh, that's one of my favorites. And then with no explanation, then I have to go, it's it's her job. It's because of her job. She's not like, uh, she said, there's not something wrong with her. Uh, you know, I have to defend her all the time because she won't tell them it's you, her job. Did, yeah, I got, I, got, I got a feeling they would have gotten there. I don't think she needed your help on that one. Well, a lot of cases I'm giving her help that she doesn't need. That's really yep. not beneficial to anyone. Uh, no, she's she's carrying most of the weight around here, Greg. I'll be honest. Uh, 50, <laughs> Fifty-five across, blank unto them that call evil good and good evil, and the answer is woe. Oh, and it's Isaiah. the The answer is woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. Isaiah, I assume Isaiah Thomas said that uh, when the Pistons played in a big game, I think it may have been against the Bulls. And um, I didn't realize this guy was a Roman poet, but uh, that's 23 down. Roman poet who wrote, seize the day, but put no trust in the morrow. That's Horace, as in Horace Grant. I think he said that in response to Isaiah Thomas. Oh, so this was this was sort of classical uh, tra- behind-the-scenes trash talk moment that the New York Times has got their hands on. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, b- back, uh, really, this, uh, the Pistons were sort of the, you know, they, they were the champs until uh, the Bulls finally got them. You right, know. the Bulls finally took him down, and I believe uh, the uh, you know uh, Michael Jordan, um, not a good guy, uh, probably arguably the best basketball player of all time. I would say it's between him and LeBron James, um, uh, but uh, not- notably a vindictive man. And uh, the Pistons, um, they walked off that game when the Bulls finally beat them without shaking hands. And the story goes that uh, when the when the Olympics were finally opened up to professionals and the dream team was put together uh, because of that moment, Michael Jordan said, and this was, I guess, probably six years later, uh, Michael Jordan said, I won't play if you put Isaiah Thomas on the team. And and Isaiah Thomas was left off the dream team because Michael Jordan uh, wouldn't go if he was there and he knew they needed him. Pretty interesting stuff, I guess. You, what do you mean you guess? That's an interesting story, man. You know what? Just Greg, a hard right turn from you know a really strong uh, joke with Isaiah Thomas. What did you want me to keep saying about that joke? Nothing. I like the joke. I laughed at the joke. I, I, I what? I couldn't riff anymore on the the horse. I know. Isaiah I Thomas. know. I think it was. I think you just. You just. You obviously watched that Bulls thing. And I didn't. You read In a fact, lot about I refused it. to watch and that it, thing. And you just 
keep bringing it up every podcast. You just keep telling Bulls stories. No, I don't. I've never told a Bulls story, and I haven't watched The Last Dance. I I have an interesting policy. I refuse to watch documentaries about anything that I think I already know all about it. Well... It's a policy. Not sure if it's interesting. Uh, um, man, you are you are in a mood today, and you know what? <laughs> you, you son of a gun! I you it's did just a, you know. What, what ahead, was I man. supposed to do? Go? Oh God! Let's give out an you award. You were supposed to say uh, for pause. Thirty nine across. Uh, you know something like that. Yeah. Okay. Pause. Fifty one down. Popular health info source. That's WebMD. Uh, now, both Greg and I, a bit of hy- hypochondriacs in some way, oh, and yeah. most of you guys are probably too, so I'll give you a bit of advice. Stay off of that site, because whatever <laughs> symptom you have, there's it's going to range from something that'll go away on its own to you could be dying. Uh, yeah. Doesn't matter what, uh, my ear hurts. You might have a minor ear infection or you might have a brain tumor. Uh, so yeah. just stay away from WebMD. You're going to think you're dying every time, more than you already do. Uh, agreed. 30 across Zippo. The answer is nada, both meaning nothing. My mom liked to say nada a lot, but she would say it after like a series. She'd be like, you know, like how much how many cookies are left or, you know, or something like that. She'd be like zero, none, zippo, nada was nada was always the last one. Yeah. The As if we weren't getting it. And then she finally realized, Oh, my kids only speak Spanish. You know, we're like <laughs> zippo, huh? <laughs> zero. Huh? <laughs> Z- Z- zippo. Cookie. Uh, no, okay. cookie. <laughs> nada. Oh, nada. Oh, no, nada. No, no cookie. No cookie. Nada. No, no, no. Nada cookie. Nada cookie. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Uh, Tuesday, November 17th. I, I got some more on Monday. All right. Hit, hit, hit me with him, Jack. 49 down is shish, shish blank, and that's kebab. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it the uh, Monday Clue of the Week. I think everybody knows when you get shish, you got kebab coming up next. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. I'm going Monday Clue of the Week. It's not that easy, but I, I think almost everybody would get it. Here's Let me tell you the problem with that being a Monday Clue of the Week. And okay. I agree with it. I agree with it. There's nothing else coming on after shish. There's right. no, you know, there's yeah, no- usually that we want a parentheses. Yeah. But, well, no, it's not even that. It's... Until the puzzle, I think a month or a month and a half ago, I didn't realize kebab is just one of those words you always assume you know how to spell. Uh, oh, yeah. But you never have to spell it. And then you get down to spelling it and you go, there could be an E there. There could be an A there. there yeah. Be- I think there may be multiple ways of spelling it. I do, too. I think they've presented us with several kebabs is my only my only thing. I mean, we all know right away, right? That's kebab in there. But I was Here's the sure- thing I do want to say, Brennan, because I'm a big fan of shish kebabs and I try to show them the proper respect. I call them shishka Roberts, actually. <laughs> And that makes it easier to spell. That solves it everything. Does. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I move on to Tuesday here, or are you, you still cranking away? 
I mean, I guess we better. We're, we, you had that 13 minute bull story, so we're, we're kind of running late. You know what, man? <laughs> People might not have known that, Greg. And I don't know what you wanted me to do with your su- weak connection between a quote <laughs> a from the Bible joke. and Isaiah. I get it. You just, just moved on. Well, well I had a beautiful joke for your the joke. Whole, You're I, a comedian. Give us a joke. You've said before, you've said to me off air and on air, sometimes the people like the interesting stories. So you hit exactly. with a joke. Exactly. The interesting story. That is interesting that the greatest basketball player of all time was so petty that he said, I won't play if you don't let I, if you let Isaiah Thomas on the team. Get real. Get real and get lost. That's my new catchphrase, Greg. Oh, that's good. Uh, Tuesday, that's gonna... November 17th. This was a Kyle Dolan. Uh, theme was <laughs> Grow a Spine. Kind of a weird theme. Basically, there was, uh, if you include Grow a Spine, there was five clues that led to spine. So you had Mother May I, that was just the I, Life of Pi, P-I, Hair Pin, P-I-N, Back Spin, S-P-I-N, oh, yeah. and then Grow a Spine with the full thing was done. So kind of weird. It grew in a weird way. Like you would have expected to start with a P, then an I. It grew kind of all out, out of sorts. So sort of a weird little uh, 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 theme. But uh, 47 across, Greg, not in usable condition. That's damaged. And no one has ever told that to Ikea. Let me tell you something. Because if you've ever been to an Ikea store, uh, they've got uh, off to the side, they've got uh, of the warehouse, they've got the uh, damaged goods area where you can buy stuff for cheaper. And some of it makes sense. Like some of it is just like a, a, a shelf with like a chip out of it or or like a, a, a table that the one leg's a little shorter, you know? Yeah. But then they're, Greg, they're trying to sell in there just splintered pieces of wood for $3. You just find <laughs> like a, you'll find just a broken, a shattered mirror on the floor for sale. <laughs> not, it's not you have to sweep it up if you want to buy it. That's <laughs> IKEA will sell it. They don't throw anything away. Go in the side room next time you're there, people, and you will see they will sell you anything they find on the floor of their stores. I'm done. Hey, did uh, Michael Jordan ever uh, shop at IKEA? I don't think so. I think he was above that. I think he okay. said uh, if he has to go to Ikea, then Isaiah Thomas cannot go to Ikea. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. That's good. Um, 64 across, person who really digs working. That's a minor. Man, I'd like to uh, see somebody uh, tell that cute little joke and play on words to a guy coming out of a coal mine after a 12-hour shift. Greg, I had the exact same thought. I said, this is insult. Do you understand what a miner does? Do you no, 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 man. You say digs. They dig yeah. and dig is like an 80s or 70s uh, lingo. I yeah. dig it, man. Yeah. And the guy just looks at you like, yeah. I might have black lung. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My great grandfather died in these mines. My grandfather died in these mines. My father died in these mines. And you're going to sit here and tell me I might dig this. 
I don't dig nothing, boy. Just uh, in case anybody uh, is, wonders, not all mining takes pl- place in the southeast. No, that was more of a. I was trying to do an appellation, but you know, I only yeah, got like one. a West Virginia guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a coal, uh, Loretta Lynn uh, type. Yeah, uh, you know, coal the, miner's the daughter. Coal miner's yeah. daughter. Beautiful song. Um, twenty-eight down race that requires a swimsuit, helmet, and running shoes for short. That's a try. Um, a triathlon, of course. Nobody's ever called it a try. They do. They do in in the in the sport. They do. They do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I like to watch. I actually will watch the Ironman sometimes. It's pretty cool. It's just such an amazing feat. Um, so they do my, call it try uh, occasionally. My buddy Andy Hendrickson. He's a very funny comedian. His dad was one of the first guys to do. They started the Ironman. They're a bunch of Navy guys just sitting around making bets about like how tough each one of them was they were so they went to hawaii and did this race he's doing wow. a documentary on it yeah wow though because those original i that's i can't wait to watch it. i love andry uh andy and those original iron man guys were nuts because like there's yeah. safety measures in place now but back no, these then, guys are on like like schwinn 10 speeds yeah. like taping their shoes to the uh he's got all this footage it's really cool. well and now they have wetsuit the swim is the dangerous part the swim is the dangerous right. part because everything else you can kind of drop out the swim is what's dangerous and but the original guys there was no no one really monitoring them they were just in speedos in open water in hawaii yeah they, um, they, they were there's only there was just a handful of them and really they were just kind of sitting around like at a bar talking about who is the toughest guy. Yeah, it's intense. It's it's you know the if, if a full Ironman is a two point, I believe two point two mile swim, which that's what would that's what would ever stop me from ever attempting it because I have run a marathon and I've done some distance biking, but I can't swim for anything. So it's a two point two mile swim followed by a hundred and twelve mile bike ride followed by a full marathon, which is insane uh craziness but i have done what i have done greg is the uh world's saddest biathlon um oh yeah and that is i entered a biathlon uh my mom dropped me off there it was uh, i believe it was some strange distance it was like a 20 mile bike ride followed by a six mile run or something like that and uh, I got a flat tire less than a mile into the bike ride and just walked four miles home. And that was the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still good exercise, man. You know? Yeah. Well, it's just a, you got your race number still on. There's You're walking down sidewalks. There's clearly no race near you. You're wearing those bike shoes, so you're clicking every step. Yeah. It's just a sad, it's a sad, it was a sad thing. Still working out, man. I've, I've read where walking a bike is equal to uh, every uh, mile you walk uh pushing a bike that's that's uh 1.7 miles real regular walking so you walked you know a good good seven miles yeah that's and and that and 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 i can't tell an interesting michael jordan story well the only difference really and i'm not saying mine was any good it was uh shorter that's true. It was a little shorter. Now, 38 down, Greg. I'd like to run this by you. Derby entrant. That's a horse. Uh, and I'll be honest, I don't think the horses are actually filling out the paperwork. 
All right, we'll move on. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that, was um, a, that was a quick entrant joke. <laughs> uh, I got a couple quick ones here. Uh, something you're not familiar with. Um, <laughs> 67 across, 15 percenter, agent. Somebody's getting screwed here. It's, uh, most agents take 10. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Dolan <laughs> is about to get a lot of. Kyle Dolan's agent is furious right now. Yeah, that yeah, this yeah. Crossword yeah. went out. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a lot of go. Wait a minute, man! You said that's what all crossword agents get. Fifteen managers get fifteen. Agents get yeah. ten. And a lot, and a lot of managers take ten. I think. Yeah. Um, also, uh, fifty-four across Kate and Blank. That's Allie. Uh, that's that was. Are you familiar with that sitcom? A bit, yeah. Not, not. I haven't watched a lot of it. I know of it. Jane, uh, who the girl from Center at Live? Jane, oh, I can't remember. Jane Curtin, yeah, I believe. Uh, but uh, when I was a kid, this this was on, and uh, uh, Saturday Night Live did a take on it, and it was uh, it was Kate and Allie, and it was Catherine Hepburn and Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> And I can't remember who played Catherine Hepburn, but Billy Crystal, I think, was Muhammad Ali. And it just, it had like the theme song, and then it showed him in bed together. And <laughs> Muhammad was like, Kate, you ugly old white woman. And he's like, oh, Ali. <laughs> it's just so stupid. But stuff like that, I think, really shaped my sense of humor. <laughs> I remember. I don't know why I remember that, but it was re very memorable to me. I really enjoyed oh, that's that. Funny. I think I, like, I was probably like a sophomore in high school or something. Uh, yeah, I like that kind of silly stuff, though. That's that's good. That's good stuff, man. Um, One more, Brendan. Yeah. I, I had a question for you. Twelve down, soccer star Lionel Blank. That's Lionel Messi. I'm familiar with him. It, where does he rank in the all-time soccer greats? Possibly the best. Really? Yeah. Better than Pele? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pele, it's hard to compare Pele to these modern players because it's a different game. You know, it's a, it's the fitness levels are different. It's a lot like, you know, it's the same in any sport. Guys are just bigger, stronger, faster. But, um, you know, right, it's really Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi uh, and Pele, really. Wow. In my mind. And I, I, I Messi's my favorite because he's he's very humble but if you make him mad or like disrespect him, he'll blow you up. He'll he'll just he'll he'll make a fool out of you. So uh, yeah, he, he's he's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think he he he's probably the best ever. Okay, good. Thanks, man. And he's also an example of why what's lacking in American soccer. Because I saw this thing when he was uh, when he was a little kid, um, his coaches would literally tell him never to pass because he was good yeah. at dribbling and scoring and they would say right. as opposed to american coaches who are like don't be a ball hog you know his coach would be like no you're the best never pass score 14 right. goals go ahead you my can brother was like that as a kid man he was yeah. like uh he could dribble all over the field and you know as a kid and score and they, you know they'd yell at him for for not passing he might have been uh he might have been, been the next messy yeah yeah um let's take a look at well, wednesday uh november 18th Amanda Rafkin and Ross Trudeau, I believe they're becoming somewhat of a dynamic duo. I, this is their second puzzle together lately, I, I think. I could be wrong about that. Um, 
The theme was a pretty straightforward for Wednesday. It was two peas in a pod. There are four circled squares that contain two peas within one uh, square. So, uh, I, you know, pretty good for a Wednesday. I was fine with really it. Really cool, I thought. Yeah. And I, um, I didn't get this puzzle. It enrages me. And it was all because I didn't know... Uh, Duh! I, I had duh instead of dough, and I, you know, I shouldn't known that. The head slap. I had duh, d u h, and the answer is d o h. And the down, uh, I got iron cross to death. Um, donate donut shapes mathematically. I didn't know those were Tory. Those are. I thought they were Turi. I will tell you, I had the exact same thing, and on like my fourth pass through. I said, oh, maybe duh, okay. and, yeah. and got it. But I, I had the exact same thing. And yeah, I mean, it's like head slap, I feel, is more of a dough. But yeah, I don't know, you know? Yeah, it probably is. I don't know. I mean, Hem- Homer Simpson said dough. Right. But I think duh is more of a, I don't know. Wait, but what? Uh, what, what wait, the correct answer was... D-O-H. Oh, D-O-H. Yes. Sorry. I meant I think it's more of a a, a duh. That's what I, I – I think we were both right um, uh, uh, initially, but I, I just didn't know the donut shape thing. Yeah. Um, Four across, blank core, Missouri. That's Creve core, Missouri, which I don't know how anybody – it's basically like just – it's Brennan. It's a suburb just – Oh, uh, west of the funny bone. It's just a sub. Creve Corps, Missouri is just a suburb. Now, I guess because it's, I think it means broken heart and f- French. And there is some, I, I, I've walked around Creve uh, uh, Corps Park uh, a lot with my, my dog. And uh, there is something there with some, uh, I believe, uh, a Native American um, princess of a sorts. Uh, uh, that 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 has something to do with Creve Corps, but I don't I don't know. Well, I will. Yeah, say, I, don't, I, I don't know how anybody. Would know. I, I will say this: I don't know if it's subliminally from having driven past there or or what. Um, I knew it right away. Yeah, um, it, it's and maybe it's just because I've been in that. Well, area. you've been there, but I don't several know. Times. I think it might be kind of a known name of a thing. I don't. I don't. Yeah, know that. there is something famous there. I yeah. I, I should know it. I've been there, you know, several times at the park. Um, but yeah, it, it means broken heart in French. I think. Yeah. Um, 17 across, betting game in which you could lose your shirt. Uh, and that's strip poker, Gray. I don't think a legitimate game of strip poker has ever occurred. It's always just one overly enthusiastic guy. And it's like, no one's playing strip poker carl carl all right yeah, yeah get yeah, over yeah, it yeah. Gee, every yeah. time every time yeah. we get to get hey how about strip poker no, yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah it never yeah, happens it never comes out yeah, yeah it never happens it's just yeah yeah come on guys yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's a great observation brennan yeah um then uh of course uh continuing on my theme of uh stories that are just interesting uh 43 down places to be marooned uh those are islets um 
I-S-L-E-T-S, as opposed to the eyelets on your shoe. Now, I was just reading, Greg, about the Batavia. Are you familiar with the Batavia? Uh, I, it's a it's a suburb of Cincinnati. Okay, this is a different Batavia. Uh, very interesting. Um, it was a, a, a ship, the flagship of the Dutch East India Company. Um, and these, this was in the 1600s. They ran into a reef off the western coast of Australia, right? And they basically sunk it. And uh, what they did was uh, they left um, about 200 to 250 people marooned on these little tiny islands uh, while they uh, took the longboat uh, from the ship to go try and get help. Now, this guy, uh, this guy named Geronimus Cornelius <laughs> essentially went insane, uh, took control of all the maroon people, started a war, killed like 125 people. They're in the midst of this like final battle of this war. And then the boat that went for help comes back. They thought it was never going to come back. It starts coming back. And this Geronimus Cornelius guy starts going, all right, everyone play it cool. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Just nobody say anything about what happened. And they're all going, what are you talking about? You murdered everyone. And they're like, not what happened. What happened. It's in the past. We'll get on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they 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 tried all these guys. They, it was weird. It was a real Lord of the Flies situation. I mean, he immediately history thinks he was probably a psychopath. He immediately went into the ship left, and he immediately went into like uh, maniacal dictator mode and, and murdered all these people, and then tried to be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, man. Yeah. That's a lot better than that bull story. Yeah, a lot better. A lot better. Let's go to Thursday. All right. This was a uh, Derek J. Angle. Um, it was a Wheel of Fortune themed puzzle. Uh, and I actually thought really it, was, cool. it was really cool. You had running down the center, uh, can I buy a vowel? And then you had all of these Wheel of Fortune uh, based answers and the trick was Thursday, as always, is the trick theme. The trick was they had no vowels in them. So you had Merv Griffin without the vowels, Vanna White without the vowels, uh, Pat Sajak, Bankrupt, and uh, Wheel of Fortune itself without the vowels, and then R-S-T-L-N, which are the free letters you get um, uh, in, in the final round of Wheel of Fortune, which uh. also don't have vowels. So uh, pretty cool, I thought. Really, really cool. I um, had assumed for a while, I was like, this has to be Jeopardy because uh, Trebek just died. Um, but, you know, figured out that it was, uh, figured out that it was Wheel of Fortune. I didn't get this puzzle. I came up, I came close. I missed two letters and one of them, which I, I would have got the second if I got this one. I, I, I'm, I'm really upset because it's the same stupid thing that got me last week. This uh, Egyptian key of life. I, it's, I, I, it got me two weeks in a row. A-N-K-H. Uh, yeah, I, man, I knew it had come up before. I was trying to remember and I did get it, but I didn't get it right away. I was trying to, I was like, man, we, we even talked about this last week. We talked about this. Yeah, really. I didn't even realize that we, until I was hit reveal that I'm like, oh, that's a thing that I've seen before. Um, so yeah, uh, 
I, I, I enjoyed the the puzzle. You know that one of the answers is Merv Griffin. If you ever go, at least when I lived in LA, if you look up into the Hollywood Hills, there's this amazing house that pretty much everybody can see. It just sort of stands out up in the Hollywood Hills when you're down in Hollywood. It's Merv Griffin's house. Well, Merv at made one, a lot of money. At one time, I imagine this has since changed, um, but at one time he was uh the uh richest um person in television uh the richest really? television personality because he had the merv griffin show so he wasn't just yeah. behind the scenes at one time he was the richest because he sold the rights to, to uh to i think he sold uh jeopardy and wheel of fortune but somehow maintained like producer credit so he was still getting wow. paid on them but had sold them so uh he also i don't know if you know this he has a lot in common with us did you know that no no yeah i mean he, obviously the money right the money obviously uh uh, but he also created an extremely unsuccessful crossword-themed show. <laughs> we should have uh, should have done our research. Uh, should have talked. I, I was going to call Merv. Yeah. Uh, before we launched this thing, I should have. Yeah. Should have said, No, no, no. You don't want to go that way. Didn't even oh, make. No. Didn't even make it through the first season. That, that crossword uh, from Merv Griffin. Uh, 15 across, uh, photo from a drone. That's an aerial. I don't like the, I don't like these, Greg. Can I tell you why? Sure. It used to be if a movie started, I'm watching a movie, right? And it starts and we've got, uh, a panning shot from above of the woods or of fields or of a town then I could say to myself, okay, this might be good, this might be bad, but at least they got helicopter money. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. there's something, someone put something behind this. And drones have changed that entire, you turn on Netflix, every movie starts that way. It's because all you need is 40 bucks and a target near <laughs> you, and you can make that shot at the beginning of a movie. Yeah. It used to be, oh, this is a serious movie. They hired a helicopter. That's, that's no, tens no. of thousands of dollars. A lot of the big movie producers used uh, use uh, a, a neighbor kid these days to get that shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's fascinating. It's, uh, you're right, man. I never thought of that. Um, Forty six across. That's blank Speedwagon. It's a band, Ario Speedwagon. Brendan, you familiar with them? I am. Yeah. Yep. And I need to make a confession to you. You know, we 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 all we have the rules you can't get help from anywhere um to to complete the crossword puzzle. Yeah. You can't, you know, right. and yes. and I tried not to, but on this answer I I heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who uh, heard it from a friend. <laughs> I'm assuming that's an REO Speedwagon song, Greg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. You've been messing around. It's too many people. It went. Well, I know she could have been doing anything. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a horrible game of uh, what do you call it? Telephone. Yeah, that's telephone, a horrible game yeah. of telephone. Yeah. Um, uh, fifty six down. Uh, 
cheese and moussaka that's feta. Yeah. Now, Greg, I have to, uh, you're not going to like this, but I've got the entirety of Greece uh, furious with me at the moment. So I'm going to take our podcast as a, uh, as a time to apologize. Uh, I, I posted, uh, you're familiar with that marathon joke I do. And in the middle of it, I talk about the, the origin story of the marathon. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I posted that little chunk of that joke on TikTok. It somehow weasels, weaseled its way into Greek TikTok. And they are furious with the oh, inaccuracies. Yeah. I mean, furious. Some guys said you're putting you're putting your jokes above you're putting your jokes above a historical achievement which you could never dream of. You are the joke. And uh, here's the thing, man. It happened in 1490 BC, Greg. No one knows what happened. It's a it's a legend. But they are furious. So to the people of Greece, I apologize. I mean, a lot of this, my, my uh, landlord was Greek, and he he was an old guy. He might have been around back then. Uh, <laughs> You're saying they have a long lifespan. Life yeah, this guy, he was old, man. Yeah. I mean, they are furious, Greg. And I like, it made, That's hilarious. It made I can't me believe actually look into it, and, and it's like- Stop no, it. These aren't facts. They're all saying this facts, and it's like, it, it happened. This was 500 years before even the events- depicted in the bible happened and you're telling me it like you know the guy yeah man they're they're not gonna wait till they get a load of your aristotle bit that's man. what i said <laughs> that's, yeah yeah uh people somebody's gonna get offended by something you say it's, yeah um, well i mean i wanted to tell them have you guys seen some of the other jokes i have on here because this is uh this is pretty tame stuff here yeah 13 across they turn on uh they turn on machine what's i must have that wrong they turn on machines they turn on machines uh and those are cogs uh brendan who manufactures the most famous cogs uh i wasn't a gear guy when i did uh when i did um don't have to be to know the answer to this question most famous cogs most famous cog, most famous manufacturer of cogs. Cog and Dawes? No, that's that's a good answer. It's Cogsley's Cogs. Uh, he, he was, uh, I think he was George Jetson's boss. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I think he was George Jetson's boss. Oh, interesting. I thought you were yeah. quizzing or, or me. Or he at- was the competitor of George Jetson's boss. I can't remember. Oh, uh, so we might have had a, yeah. cog, a cog war. Yeah. Yeah. Some cognitive dissonance. Oh, wait a minute. It was Cogswell Cogs. And they and they were uh, competing with space spacely sprockets. Well, look, there's you sometimes you need a sprocket, sometimes you need a cog. I don't yeah, see that. These as... guys went at it with each other. Man. WC Cogswell. <laughs> and I believe that's that's who uh, uh, Jetson worked for. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. He was kind of a demanding boss. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. I like how back then you can watch them and the Flintstones and the Jetsons were essentially the same show. And you just replaced everything. You just did, you just did 
future and past. But all the plot devices, everything were the same. Uh, they had all the same like minor characters, everything, just different setting. I don't believe that. I think they're two completely different shows. All right. Friday, November 20th, uh, my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Colin, even though you never listen or support anything I do. Uh, Guy gave you a car. <laughs> he did give me a car, and I think he does listen to this. Uh, uh, Cameron, this was a Cameron Austin Collins, uh, themeless, as most Fridays are. Um, 16 across, Greg. Experts in determining the exact shape and size of the earth These are geodesists. Geodesists? I don't, I would guess geodesists is geodesists sounds like, uh, yeah. That's how it's probably how it's pronounced. They, they, so they determine the shape and size of the earth. Now, I don't want to hurt anyone's occupation, but I would say for these guys, uh, it's round, it's huge. (laughs) Get a new job. Done. Wow. Just did Man, the whole thing. A, you think you pissed off the Greeks? <laughs> Wait, what do you? Have you ever seen the Geodesics Reddit group? Man, these guys are ruthless. They're gonna ruin your life. Uh, yeah. If they could, if they could find me, they don't know the shape of the Earth. <laughs> um, fifty-seven across. This is this is huge. Uh, I'll tell you the answer first. It's the ocean state. The clue is, other than Brendan and Greg, the most famous member of this podcast, that's little Rody. Rody, are you with us? The, the ocean, it's not the ocean state. It's little Rody, <laughs> and I got the same size strength of a regular size man. Everyone knows I got the size. No, I don't Rody. need help carrying this amp. Now go get Rody, me who you been, who you been touring with lately? I've been out on the road with I've been out on the road with Guns and Roses for a while now. They're not there. They haven't even showed up. But I just been going to gigs on my own. Now, Rody, do you, do you do you have to get somebody else to help you with the speakers? Shut, I mean, you shut your mouth! I don't need any help. They hired me for this gig, fair and square. I'm little, but I'm strong. I don't need no help with speaker. I I come over there, find you where you are. My friends are geodesists. Little roadie, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a rare appearance. Uh, always, always good to hear from little roadie. Uh, again, the, the the third most famous person on this podcast. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, 47 down actor, comedian, blank, Barra, Baron Cohen. And uh, that's, of course, Sasha. He does Borat, Borat uh, Ali G., um, some other funny stuff. Very funny man. And uh, my good friend, very funny comedian, uh, Anthony DeVito, had a meeting with his production company at his house. Now, wow. um, it's unclear to me, Anthony, not the highest of attention payers. So it's unclear to me whether Sasha Baron, Baron Cohen's people weren't very clear or... Anthony just wasn't very clear on receiving the directions, 
But what ended up happening was he was just wandering around Sasha Baron Cohen's house until he arrived at Sasha Baron Cohen's uh, child's birthday party. Uh, not supposed to be there. Supposed to be in a meeting off the at a house at a building off the main house. And uh, Sasha loved it. And Anthony just celebrated the birthday party and had cake. That's fantastic. And never had the meeting. <laughs> Was uh, was Isla Fisher there? Uh, I don't know. Are they married? Yeah, yeah. She's a beautiful actress. I would imagine she was. Yeah, but he, uh, he, he. I guess it was. He has like you know. I think a lot of these stars they have offices on their property in their like gatehouse or whatever guest house, and I think that's where he was supposed to go, but he couldn't find it. Next thing he knows, he's at some three year old's birthday party. And, that's uh, hilarious. Living it. Anthony up. Devito, man, a lot of crazy stuff happens to that guy. Fantastic comedian. Man. If you live One your life favorites. not paying attention to directions in any sort of way a lot of crazy stuff will happen yeah yeah you, yeah your life's probably gonna be more interesting <laughs> yeah yeah saturday saturday uh november 21st this was a sam azurski um again uh no theme uh 43 across greg non-vital surgery target that's cyst uh, much like uh, much like minors earlier, uh, tell that to a guy with a cyst uh, that it's not vital. Uh, hey, that lump hanging off your neck, this is an elective surgery, buddy. Insurance isn't going to pay for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. All I'll right. try to support you. Most of your takes, I've got a cyst on my arm. And they tell me there's nothing wrong with it. I could get it taken off, but it's not a big deal. I probably will someday. But they say there's, you know, it's not no problem with it. So I mean, well, it's, I'm it, talking it's about a little big, bit of a weak take. I'm talking about these big cysts. Yeah, I mean, the answer wasn't big cyst. All right. Well, just shoot down everything I have then. I not everything, care. man. No, I've enjoyed a lot, of what, I, a know, lot of what you had to say today, I, I'll tell man. you another cyst story then. You want cyst oh, stuff? God, no. Go ahead. Yeah, Here's a cyst yeah, stuff. No, please, I had please. a ganglion cyst on my wrist. Now, I didn't look up anything about it, but just from the feel of it, I thought, and this is kind of the way I was living my life in college, uh, I thought I'd just hit it, you know, as hard as I could. So I took a book and I hit it and it went away. Uh, I was later at the doctor um, for something else. I told him, I said, I had this cyst on, on my uh, wrist. And I described it to him and I said, yeah, because I didn't want to admit that I hit it with a book because uh, that's crazy. And, and I described it to him and I said, it just went away on its own. And he goes, ah, yeah, that's a, probably a ganglion cyst. They used to call those Bible cysts because you'd cure them by just hitting them with the Bible. So I, wow, yeah, intuitively being an idiot, uh, knew the correct way to cure my cyst. That's amazing, man. But that, be, that being said, nobody go around trying to find their own cures for stuff. Yeah. And uh, no, from what you've told me about your college experience, it probably wasn't a Bible, was it? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was probably a textbook that I had bought with my parents' money and had yet to sell back to get money for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the grimiest thing I've ever done in my a life. Real dirtbag. Which was use my uh, parents' money to buy textbooks and immediately sell them back for money for myself. Um, um, 
57 across joint. That's doobie. That's uh, what what pretty much 70s, early 80s hippies called called marijuana cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, doobies. Yeah. Of course, you had the Doobie Brothers, of uh, uh, famous, and I, I enjoy the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a great voice there, as Michael McDonald, right? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah great voice. Uh, and the thing is, that's like the one drug that you can kind of do. Like the 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 cocaine sisters never really made it. Uh, no, no, yeah. The PCP, <laughs> the PCP triplets, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, Just were a little too harsh. They yeah. went off and the they, deep end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um. uh, Sixty-three across. I'll nominate this for clue of the week. Nineties kid. A student. Yeah, that's a good one. Checking off on that. Checking off on okay. that. I like that. Um, now, uh, 25 across. How model airplane parts are God, You've been waiting for this clue forever. Of course right? I have. It's you, lo- you, love, do you love building models. Yeah, I've gotten back into modeling. I was in model making. I Now, I only do cars. I only do cars. Oh, sure. Yeah, um, specialized. Yeah. yeah, I only do cars. Uh, most of the guys who do the airplanes do military stuff. Like, they do yeah. World War II stuff and stuff like that. But the really interesting thing about model making is that um, – all those early uh, ILM guys, Industrial Light and Magic, George Lucas's company, um, they were all model builders. And a lot of those, the early, before CGI, and even after CGI, but the early Star Wars movies are, um, they, what they, they would do, a lot of those spaceships and stuff were built through a method, what they call kit bashing, is wh- where you buy model pits, kits and basically scavenge different parts from different kits so like there's really funny stuff where you can freeze the star war movies and like zoom in on 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 like a a death star like a death star or a destroyer or something and be like that's a that's a manifold from a 67 dodge charger wow that's cool yeah there's all there's like car parts all over those things because they just took airplane kits and car kits and like whatever little pieces looked like they might be on a spaceship they would just throw them on there it's funny wow that's fantastic, man. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting. And they, all those guys could just build stuff from scratch. They were amazing. Those are, those those early ILM guys are fascinating because they could just really just before CGI they could just build you whatever you wanted. You know, it was cool. Um, that's interesting, man. See, like you've like you've been like five for six on stories that are interesting. Um, that one, you know, it's interesting. I enjoyed it. it. Went the right length. Uh. Thank you. Let's go to Thank Sunday, you. man. Yeah, let's check out Sunday. The notorious AES, uh, Alex oh, Eaton Saunders. Oh, Alex Eaton Saunders, man. Um, man, the guy comes tough every time. This one, great th- Sunday theme, I thought, because it was extremely tough. Oh, it was extremely. How could you make this puzzle? It must have taken forever. I know, man. but it was extremely tough. But once you got it, it helped you immensely. Uh, it's called It yeah. All It All Adds Up. And uh Crossing circled squares that spelled numbers both ways. Um, it ha- so it featured crossing circled squares and they spelled numbers both ways. Um, a- a- and you added those two numbers up and then you replaced 
what was in the circled squares with the sum of those numbers. I'll just give you one example because if you didn't do it, you're not even going to really get it. But you have uh, uh, you have uh, th three down is nine D E D B A R nine being circled and twenty three across is S one P O O L. Uh, with the one being circled. So neither of those are words on their own, but uh, if you add nine plus one, you're supposed to put 10 into both of those areas. So three down becomes tended bar, 23 across becomes steno pool. So, uh, and they did that five times, which was pretty incredible. I thought amazing. Very yeah, yeah. And they almost got me on the... Um when he had, it, it, one of them was seven and it was seven plus zero, which I thought was very tricky. Very tricky. Very yes. sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got the puzzle except for the, well, no, I, I had, a, I had like six squares, seven squares missing, but it was that, that, uh, lower, uh, Southeast corner and then one square up, up top. But, uh, it was a good puzzle, man. I thought that theme was, uh, you know, bordering on theme of the year. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to look back at uh, what that theme we gave out to um, Sid Sivakumar was. Sid Sivakumar had a great one, uh, yeah. But this, well, he had the puzzle of the year because he had a great theme, and then he had like six or seven Clue of the Week candidates within that puzzle. Well, I've got a huge Clue of the Week right here for you. Um, I'd like to Go ahead. I'd like to nominate 65 across. Yeah, wanders seconded. Ar wanders around the head of a line briefly. TSA that took Couldn't me forever because wanders yeah. you never would think of wanders as the verb of someone with a wand you never would yeah. think of it so good man so good it's and and the thing is the only yeah the only thing I have against it is like they use a lot of TSA puns, they do t they, but, they do yeah they do but I'll TS give it to you man so that's got to be the clue of the week man okay. right there. Jeez, Alex man. Eaton, Saunders, you have won the one-down clue of the week. Congratulations, my friend. Contact DM me for your prize, which will just be contact with me. I'll give you my phone number. We could chat. Who knows? We might be friends. Congratulations, Notorious AES. Nice work, man. Yeah. Uh, great. Um. 59 down, holy blank. That's Toledo, as in holy Toledo. And Brendan, I'll be at the Toledo Funny Bone this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you live in the, the uh, you know lower Michigan or upper Ohio area, uh, come on out. That I-75 corridor. Yeah, uh, and I will say, as much as Greg is my mortal enemy, uh, he is a fantastic comedian, and I highly recommended recommend going. They're, I'm sure they're uh, taking all uh, necessary uh, uh, social distancing procedures. Yeah, um, the places I've been, and, and I haven't been a ton of places, the places I've been so far are real responsible, you know? I mean, yeah. very uh, spread out, and, they, they, you know, this club... I, I think they'll they'll be responsible as well. It's not risk free, you know. I, I'm not going to tell you it's risk free. It, it's similar to going out to a restaurant. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up right there with that nice plug. That plug, a tied in plug. To uh, who's ever seen a clue tied into a plug? I haven't. Uh, 
Thank you guys for listening. I'm a born marketer. You're a born marketer. You should have stayed at Procter and Gamble. Uh, uh, no, that's Don't not I true. Know that, it. that would be. Don't a, I know it? Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, share the podcast with your friends. Uh, we sure appreciate it. And um, yeah, have a good Thanksgiving if that's something. Yeah, you happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I hope you guys um, are safe. I hope you uh, hope you have a good meal, uh, Brendan. I have never baked a pie before in my life, and I just bought the ingredients. I'm going to attempt a sweet potato pie and a pumpkin pie this week, and I'm going to attempt to make a homemade crust. Well, we will expect a full report next week. I'll tell you this much. I know uh, your baking abilities. I have pretty high levels of confidence in you. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I I can bake well, but a pie, that's a whole whole other game. Yeah, man. but here's the thing. You know, okay, first time out, are you going to make the best pie in the world? Maybe not, but you're good enough that I think you're going to make a good pie, two good pies. Yeah, I'm shooting for uh, an A- minus right out of the gate. <laughs> you won't even come close to that. Uh, anyway, wow. thanks for listening. Uh, we'll get, be back next week with a pie update. One Down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer, produced and edited by John Baldwin. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One Down, the comedy crossword podcast.